0: So tomorrow is Labor Day, and therefore a a celebration of labor. It was uh, in 1884, I read this yesterday morning, but in 1884, the first Monday of September was selected as the holiday celebration. Its purpose was to exhibit the strength and My French is poor here, esprit de corps of the trade and labor organizations of the community, followed by a festival for the workers and their families, workers and their families. We may have lost some of that. Mm -hmm. And it was the growing tension produced by the exploitation of the worker by capital whereby his work and therefore his persona was, I guess this is me writing here, was reduced to the status of a, quote, thing or commodity, a product subject to the calculus of supply and demand. And so the human person is reduced in the very consciousness of the society. And so it's a it, temptation, which I always fall into, when I'm not going to this time. <clears throat> but <clears throat> you go into a philosophic, theological, uh, uh, frantic <laughs> search for meaning of work. And of course, I did all of that. But the when push comes to shove, and since we're on the work, <clears throat> the place to go to is to our father. And perhaps the place to go with, you know, pace, all of the stuff that could be said here, building up to a deep appreciation of the meaning of work and what it really means, his Opus Day for our father was the Mass. And I was there on January 9th, his birthday, 1961. I don't know if John was there. I was there. And he had Jesus Cazapo. I mentioned this to the other meditations, but he get up on a ladder, and <clears throat> to reach the place where there was one stone left undone to finish Villa Tevere and it happened to be the apse or whatever you call it, the Boveda, I don't know, apse or whatever, uh, <clears throat> behind the altar and the tabernacle of Santos Apostolos, the chapel. and. Uh, <clears throat> We were all we were all there, in the garden, and uh, nothing happened except Israel did climb the ladder and he did, and he put in this uh, little I don't know what it was I, I couldn't see it but paper or something that our father had written because he said he looked for he looked for the words in scripture uh, to say that it's melior est finis quam principium better to finish than to begin and he was talking about work better to finish it than to begin it and i think in that just that statement that in that celebration and we had a celebration afterwards uh, upstairs in the Sogiorno of the casa de ejercicios, whatever it is, and with cognac and and Chester cigarettes. Cigarettes were Chesterfield. I mean, there were all of us, maybe 300. I don't know. And and then it was Pile Juanes. Who had was passing through Rome, and Pilato Urbano says he was a student at the, at, in, in Rome at the time, in the Roman College, and that's not true. He wasn't. Uh, he was passing through, and uh, but he big big personality. Pile not a big mouth, but a big personality. Really knew how to affirm people, and Pilay good looking, great soccer player, father very important, who was the head of the INI in Spain, the, the uh, something in Industrias Nacionales, the ball game in Spain. And uh, Pile was sort of the golden sun, but uh, great, great person, great guy. And he shouts out at our father, Padre, que oratorio, because that was done outside the oratory of Santos Apostolos, que oratorio le gusta más aquí, en Pelotevere. And our father, I told you this many times, but he shot back, la calle, nada mas, one, one word, la calle, the street where work has to take place and where, if I dare to say it, it kind of comes to me while I'm saying this to you, to our Lord. There's something holy, something hidden in the most ordinary situations and it's up to each one of you to discover the words from, uh, uh, yeah. Now you know, as soon as I say, I know I got it, I don't, I lose it immediately. Uh, from, um, passionately loving the world. Passionately loving the world. That, there, that in that passionate loving of the world, there's something, and that loving of the world is going to be a working there, is finishing it. Uh, <clears throat> there's there's something divine, a quid divinum, and what is that divine thing? Well, that divine thing is um, by work. One becomes another Christ. There's a I just started reading, again, I read many, many years ago in Spanish when it came out. <clears throat> I think it was the first letter, and uh, I read it assiduously, probably because I couldn't understand the Spanish at <laughs> the time. Uh, but the word divinization comes up, and there are footnotes on that, and I just saw it, I started reading the English edition, and again, and not again, English edition and uh, it talks about divinization, 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 becoming Christ by work and couldn't help but think, couldn't help but go to, after thinking all that stuff out and I spent hours thinking, but uh, which is not the point. The point is this, I think. Uh, he celebrated mass with the heart of a man who knows how to love, says Pilar, as he called himself. Eskriva gave his best in the work of the Mass. The work of the Mass. And why is that important? Well, because the work of the Mass, because the Mass is... Is the sacramental representation, or not more represent, more than the pre? It's it's instantiation. How can we say it better? But the it's the sacramental instantiation of the uh, obedience. Obedience. I go to Hebrews five here. uh, Obedience of Jesus to the will of the Father to death, laden with. All the sins of all men, and I always, you know, I got this glib reference to two Corinthians five twenty one. He made him to be sin who knew nothing of sin. I don't know if we have any other text of the New Testament, but he made him to be sin, Paul, two Corinthians five twenty one. He and so our Lord, and then of course the kick for me, the Christology kicks in. The the the. the uh, Two natures, one person, uh, human will, laden with sin, 5 Corinthians, laden with sin, the divine eye now subdues the rebellion in the human will of Jesus, the rebellion of all of the abortions and the deaths and the betrayals and the impurities, all of that, all of it and things we can't imagine. And he takes and he destroys all the sin, destroys it by the act of couldn't be more radical. He doesn't have anything left. The divine, the God himself, the creator of all things, life itself, the very meaning of to be, dies. He lets himself, he hands himself over to be killed. He who, they couldn't catch him ever. (laughs) They, they wanted to get him in the in the synagogue when he said these words spoken by Isaiah the prophet are fulfilled in me. And they said, "Ooh, he's blaspheming! Get him!" And so, well, she doesn't say you know, January 9th here, but uh, he says, "In my sixty fifth year, I have made." Wait, and I'm, maybe I'm, I'm skipping steps that don't make, make things don't make sense. But the the mass is the work of Christ. That The obedience to death, sorry if I don't put the words in, but the obedience to Christ is his death. And that is the mass. And as John Paul II in uh, Ecclesia de Eucharistia talks about mass as an action, action. Well, I yeah, recall we him talking to the Brazilian of all peoples. <laughs> the Brazilian bishops in, in a, a limina visit to Rome uh, he he the, quest, the text of, the, of the, the talk that John Paul II gave was, well, what is the liturgy? What is Mass? And one word, an action. Mass is an action. And it's this action. And our Father finds that action. He experienced that action of obedience to death In celebrating Mass. He experienced it. So God's work, Operatio Dei, Opus Dei, on October 24th, 1966, he explained, quote, in my 65th year, I have made a wonderful discovery. I love to celebrate the Holy Mass. But yesterday, how many times have I read this in the Spanish Chronica? In my sixty-fifth year, I have made a I have found a really I have found it really hard work. Mass. Work. What an effort it cost me. And I realized that the Mass really is Opus Dei, And notice it, Opus Dei, the priesthoods. I say priesthoods. There's only one priesthood, the priesthood of Jesus Christ. Which is, and priesthood means, in describing theologically what they describe as, priesthood is mediation. And who is the perfect mediator? The mediator of mediators is Jesus Christ, who is God-man. Who then, as Yahweh, I am, he's an I, he masters his human will that is now laden with all the sins of all men, all the disobediences, all of them he then has them as his own, he takes it into himself. St. Thomas says in number three of the Summa uh, Tertia Pars, uh, how many acts of existence in Christ? One, the the personal act of existence, the esse personale of the divine person. And so the divine eye takes the sin that is now loaded into the human will by the Father, takes it, and he destroys it by an act of obedience to death. Radical. And if I probably try to preach a homily today, I I noticed I just took a quick look at the text of the mass for today, which is, uh, unless you hate father, mother, sister, brother, wife, children, life lands, and, and pick up your cross each day and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. And then he expatiates on that with who goes out to build a tower and doesn't first calculate the cost. The cost is gonna be everything. It's radical, radical, radical. Now you look at your life, I look at your life, I look at my life, I look at my life, and you know, is this radical? And that's precisely the vocation we're called to be radical because the few have to save the many. Many are called, few are chosen. You've been chosen. And so if you don't live radically, radically, you're not really happy. You're not really happy. There's a there's a, a quibbling in you. There's quibbling. There's a softness. There's a impurities. There's a too much food. Too much laziness. Too much looking for self. Too much. You know that. I know that. I got it myself. And insofar as that unradicality is there, that mediocrity, that that uh, non squandering of self is there, there's a sadness in it. There's an what do they say, what is what is the word in French we said Ennui? So we don't have that joy. And that joy comes from work. Work, what work? The work of giving oneself for the others, totally, radically. So Pilar says, I made a wonderful, our father says, I made a wonderful discovery. I love to celebrate the Holy Mass. But yesterday I found it really hard to, really hard work. What an effort. Que esfuerzo. I remember the Spanish. Que esfuerzo. What effort it cost me. Me costó. And I realized that the Mass really is Opus de. I realized that. And then comma, work. Opus de. Work. Toil. Toil. Uh, I recall John seeing me go up the stairs with the cane or trying to struggling to walk up the stairs and uh, kind of uh, breathed out the word toiling. True, toiling. But that's what the Mass is, was here for our Father, toil. I understand that the task of a priest, the celebration of the Holy Mass is the toil of making the Eucharist, making the Eucharist, and that you experience sorrow, joy, tiredness. I felt now notice feelings feelings, he he's talking about feelings. You say, well, no, no, feelings. You know, we studied morality. No, we don't, feelings, no. Feelings, the whole man has to be involved. I felt that the exhaustion of a divine work, I felt the exhaustion of a divine work, the mass. So that's what we mean by work. And for us, notice what it means. It is self-giving. If, if you go, which I did, oh, in a couple of years now, I went back again to, to look at Friends of God and I'm searching for what is exactly what sanctifies work? (coughs) What is it? Is it the prayer you pray before you work? Is it the prayer while you're working? Is it the prayer after you work? Or is it there's something in the work itself that's that's you? And our Father says, and it's so simple, and it's something that consistently I failed to do it which is to finish it you know the perfection of work you hear the phrase but what does it mean and uh, in the very opening of the homily from his words is the only experience he says many people begin but few finish and again I take you I take you to January 9th of 1961 last stone and last stone where la canine. he says remember that only work. That is well done and lovingly completed, which means you have to put yourself into it. It has to be you given. The that's why Jean Paul II when talking about uh, 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 portraits, uh, paintings, paintings. Oh, no, maybe I'm going to lose the point here, but it's the portrait is the person himself. And the work that we do has to be a portrait of who we are. And so Christ crucified is who God is. That's the revelation of God. And so remember that only work that's well done and lovingly completed deserves the praise of the Lord, which is to be found in Holy Scripture. Ah, here it is. Better is the end of a task, then it's beginning. That's the, precisely the phrase he has. It's it's right now, it's in the wall, it's behind a brick in the outside wall that that's outside, around the tabernacle, the, the altar of Santos Apostoles in Villa Tever. So so let's go to our Lady and ask her to help us to understand, to understand it, and, and go after the, the real meaning, the real meaning of work. Why, why, why did our Father say work? How, I mean, the, the, the pat answer, the key answer, the uh, aesthetical answer, the theological answer, answer. So, how does one sanctify oneself in 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 Opus Dei, in the spirit of Opus Dei? Uh And it is work. And that is priesthood. And you know what I thought, and 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 (laughs) it's like taking a plane off the flight deck of an aircraft carrier, but I was just thinking, well, you know, the priesthood of the priest, ministerial priest, is preach, say mass, minister the sacraments, uh, spiritual direction, encourage people, affirm. uh, Basically, it's that. But you know, it comes up and I, I hear it, it comes up again and again, it comes to my mind, for the woman. What is the woman? What is priesthood for the woman? Well, the priesthood for the woman is the common priesthood. She's baptized into the one priesthood of Christ. And she does none of those things. <clears throat> but what does she do? And I have to talk to women a lot. And I have to, and I, say, I, I, I find myself saying, well, I don't find myself. I, I, it comes to me that what they have to do is they have to draw the man out of himself their work is to receive. Their work is to be attractive. Their work is to uh, pull him out to them, so that they form a communal of persons. And in that communal, the children, and in that, the family. And there's uh, so that the work of the woman. See, we we have, and, and the feminists have, have, you know, have basically they're, they're, they've destroyed it now. I mean, the, the young girl today is, is aping. The male, dominion, and success, and it's in the culture. It's in the, it's in the literature. It's all over the place. Uh, uh, instead of the the great active work of drawing others out of themselves, that's a work to draw them out. Uh, so any it, it's, but it, it's the here that that we have. That we're called. We're called to live this 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 spirituality, and and work. It's all career, self. Not, not all priests, of course, but but it's all of us. So we don't work for gift, but career, and and therefore we need a, a, a transformation of the culture by a. a a true culture of work, a true spirituality of work, understanding the Spirit of Open State is for the Church.